Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. So when we're emailing people, take that approach and you, you will have more success with responses. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to mention Trevor McGregor. Trevor is a real estate results coach. I've been paying him and working with him for years now. He actually is responsible for giving me the idea to do a podcast. So it's not only about transactions that he gives advice on, how to find more deals, how to make more money, but also how to build a holistic plan around your real estate entrepreneurship endeavors. That's what I love about working with Trevor, that and being held accountable for what I say I'm going to do and actually making sure that I follow through and do it. I feel like I'm a pretty results-oriented, accountable kind of person, but it's always nice to have someone who's there guiding you along the way and giving you strategy as well as psychology tips for how to deal with you know the things that come up as a real estate entrepreneur. Trevor has made a wonderful offer for the best ever listeners, and that is that he's offering a free coaching session. Go to coachwithtrevor.com. That's C-O-A-C-H-W-I-T-H-T-R-E-V-O-R.com. Highly recommend him. I've worked with him before. I'm currently working with him right now as my business, as my real estate investing coach. Highly recommend you do the same. Take him up on his offer. Get a free coaching session. Coachwithtrevor.com. Best ever listeners, hello, hello, hello. Happy Friday. Hope you're having a wonderful start to the weekend. Uh, I'm Joe Fairless. This is the best real estate investing advice ever show. And since it's Friday, we're doing a special episode called Follow Along Friday. And you know what Follow Along Friday, follow along Friday is by now. I talk about all my real estate stuff, all my entrepreneurial stuff, and what that, most importantly, what the heck that means to you and what I've learned. With this episode, I've outlined some notes. And what I want to do is I want to talk about some things I've learned that will help you build better relationships professionally, be more successful with your outreach to investors, and really anybody you're uh, reaching out to, and then raise more money if you're in the whole money raising business. So here we go. Here, here are three things that I've noticed this week, and I need to give some context. I am uh, closing on an apartment community in Houston 
in mid-February. I'm in the middle of, well, actually not in the middle. I'm in the final stages of of finishing out the uh, money raising for that apartment community. We will be closing. Um, right now, it's scheduled for February 16th and be funding it with investors the first week of February um, just to make sure we got all the, you know, all, all the equity in that we need and there's no uh, surprise scenarios. Uh, and with that process, I've w- noticed one thing that we've been doing this go around that I didn't do before. And I talked about this on the last uh, follow along Friday, but I want to reiterate it. We did a conference call with investors and here's the and we recorded it that way they it can be played for anybody else who uh, wasn't able to attend the conference call it's incredible having that recording i didn't do it for the 168 units that i bought with investors raised over a million for that i did not do it for the uh, 250 units that I bought uh, with investors and raised over a million for that. I did do it with this one, and it's oh, it's so much better. And it works because it allows investors to listen to the conference call whenever the heck they want to. Everybody's got a busy schedule. I got a busy schedule. They have a busy schedule. You have a busy schedule. And, and by, yeah, because I'm saying you because some of the uh, best ever listeners are investors in this deal. Um, and so it allows the call to be recorded and um, listened to as many times as uh, as they'd like. So that's one takeaway. If you're raising money, then when you do the conference call with investors, record darn thing. I use free conference call. You got to make sure you hit the star nine button. I didn't do it on our first conference call. Uh, I forgot, but uh, we did a second conference call and then I made it a point to record it and um, we got it recorded. Um, So that's number one. I'm raising money. Now, relationship building and getting your emails responded to at a higher rate than what they're currently being responded to. Um, if you're doing outreach to people. I got two points for this thing. Number one is that I've received emails. I I receive a lot of emails. Too many emails, actually. I receive too many emails. I'm... uh, I, I, I don't know how many, you know, I, I don't want to get into uh, who receives more emails. I just receive more emails than I'd like. Let, let's put it that way, because I, I prefer to be creating things and uh, talking to investors and doing all sorts of stuff. But, you know, li- life happens and perhaps I should listen to Tim Ferriss's podcast a little bit more often than I do. Um, and he'll teach me how to streamline that. But when I do receive emails, I, I enjoy reading them from from you. I enjoy reading emails from, you know, the best ever listeners. Uh, I always love emails, you know, you know, talking about what you've learned and, you know, the, you know what what you've uh, taken away from the show and things like that. But recently I've been receiving a couple emails from uh, people and they've been about 300 words. And I know this because I put it in a Word document <laughs> because it was incredibly long. A 300-word email, 
be. That that is the size of a chapter in most ebooks. And when it's an initial email, when when you um, don't haven't had a one on one conversation with someone, or even if you have, I I, I can't remember um, any time I've I've written that long of an email. Um, maybe once in reply to uh, an investor, I wanted to make sure I was comprehensive. But when we email someone who we uh, are asking a question to, or we're uh, looking to set up a meeting or something, it's got to be short and sweet. And here's the here's the a filter that I'd like I, I recommend you look through when you're sending this email. Are you being a drain on the person or are you being a builder um, for the person? And what I mean by that is when, when, we receive, when we receive emails, if somebody is asking us for something and they ask us one question, but they ask it 12 different ways with 12 different question marks, which was the case with a couple of these emails, it's... It's tough. It's it's a drain on the 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 person receiving it. If you've ever been in that situation where you uh, have received an email and it's just a really really long email, and they're asking you all sorts of questions, you know it's a little overwhelming. And in some cases, I have to. Like catch my breath. <laughs> so in some cases, I just had to like, oh my goodness, this is a lot, a lot to handle. It's not the right approach for asking a question and building a relationship, because ultimately, you want, I want, we all want to continue to progress, continue to grow, continue to um, be successful in the way that we personally define success. And when we send an email like that that's really long, ask a bunch of questions, then we're not being uh, productive and we're not aligning with that goal. What we're doing is we're being a drain on the other person and it's not as likely that that person will answer or even if they do, they're going to remember, well, shoot, this person loves to write long emails. If I get into an email exchange with them, I'm going to be like sunk. Like they're going to just de- destroy me with words even if I reply like two lines because it's going to be a long 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 email a reply right after. So when we write emails to to people, I know this this for for many uh best ever listeners this is like no kidding, but for some um and and for myself I had to, I had to learn this for for others it's this is this is important note. Uh, when we write an email, make it short and sweet. And when I, when I say short and sweet, I mean like a paragraph and a, end with a question. So a short paragraph, two, three, maybe four sentences and end with a question. Um, and ideally, we're being a builder for them, not a drain on their day. We're building what helping build what they're trying to build or what they have built within their own company. So I'll give you a, um, a specific example. Instead of 
of if I wanted to reach out to, uh, well, I already talked about Tim Ferriss. I'll say Tim Ferriss. If I wanted to reach out to Tim Ferriss and I wanted to ask him, um, well, how how do I minimize the amount of emails uh, I receive every day and how do I go about organizing my emails and and really I, I just want to spend less time on them? Uh, do you have any tips? If I were to ask him the question like that, then, oh man, no way would, would there be a reply. Or if there was, you know, it would be very short and sweet with, you know, um, something probably impersonal. Um, whereas if I email him and say, um, uh, love your podcast, I've actually, and here's the kicker, I've actually reviewed it in iTunes. Um, and I've done a five-star review in Amazon on your book. And I have uh, recently shown your TV series to a lot of my friends, and now we have you know, an email chain going back and forth on the top things we learned from that uh, the TV series. I'm immediately building his company, building him up, and adding tremendous value. You've heard this before. Adding tremendous value to his business. That gives me some some good gracious points, some 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 nice like brownie points uh, with him, and at that point, you can make some sort of segue of and after all this uh, listening, listening to your podcast and and reading your book, uh, and all these emails that I've had with my friends. Boy, it made me realize that I've actually uh, got my one question for Tim Ferriss. Uh, or in this case, I'd say for you. One question for you. And that is, I've, I'm trying to figure out how do I, what is the best method for minimizing the e- number of emails I receive? Question mark. And I'd say, appreciate uh, re- your time, Joe. And then in PS, I'd say, and yes, I realize the irony of me emailing you asking you how to um how i can eliminate emails while i'm adding one more email to your inbox something like that and i made that up just 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 right now on the fly um that's an email that would more likely have a response than the first one so when we're emailing people take that approach and you you will have more success with responses whereas if you send a long long email with multiple questions. It's overwhelming and it's a drain on most people's day because they um, have too too much going on. And by the way, for the record, I love emails from Best Ever Listeners. It's it's just the the right format that I receive them is is what I'm I'm talking about. Lastly, the transparency of of meetings my girlfriend, uh, Colleen, was uh, looking at her LinkedIn messages last night, and she got a message from somebody, and she's like, oh, this is random. I was like, what? She said, well, this is a guy who I hadn't, haven't seen since high school. He just sent me this message. I was like, uh, all right, cool. And she read it, and he said something to the effect of, hi, Colleen, or no, hey, Colleen. It's, I forget his name. It's, it's Bobby. I've recently had a career change and 
I I uh, was wondering what are you, what have you been up to? We haven't seen each other for such a long time, and if you if if you have some time, I'd love to um, have lunch with you and and catch up. What, are you available next Tuesday at three p.m. There with with that message and and there the the spidey senses are immediately tingling because there's it it's. It's out of the ordinary to receive an email from someone you haven't spoken to in such a long time. Um, and I've been in that scenario for one of my, uh, for the first deal I did uh, raising money, I was emailing people I hadn't seen since like before before high school. I mean, it was like middle school style. So I, I understand that. And the more resourceful we are when we when we're going to accomplish a goal, we're going to be in that scenario. It's just we're we're going to push ourselves. So I'm I'm not knocking the the uh, the intent because I think it's think it's it's awesome that he's trying to drum up some business, but the 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 tactics and the mecha- the mechanics uh, of the message is is what I want to talk about. So. He doesn't explicitly state that he works at a, and we found out this through his LinkedIn profile, a uh, financial wealth services company. Basically, you give them your money and they, they invest it in all sorts of different things and um, protect, your, protect your wealth and, and um, uh, reinvest it and, and give you life insurance along the way, that, that sort of stuff. So we we found that out through the LinkedIn profile. If he were to say something like, Hi Colleen, it's so-and-so. I know we haven't talked in a while. I actually just took a new position at this wealth management company based here in Cincinnati. I noticed that you work at XYZ, um, and I uh, was, was wondering if... if you know of you know any of your friends or, or coworkers who would be interested in something like this? I'd love to catch up, learn more about um, what your goals are, and um, you know see if see if it makes sense for for both of us or for you. I don't know. Word it, word it something like that. If you were to approach it that way, it's completely transparent. You know what's going on. And he he would have been more likely to qualify his prospect than you know in, in a, a meeting with someone, and then you think you're you're meeting with them to catch up on life on you know high school hold high school friends, but it's actually a meeting to give you a sales pitch. So the the third thing we talked about one is do a recording when you're raising money. Uh, on a conference call, that way you can share it out with investors too. Be a builder uh, when you're sending emails, not a drain. Be a builder, and then three, be transparent. Uh, when we're transparent, then we're able to really um, build the relationship from the uh, from an alignment of of interests right out of the gate versus someone uh, thinking that you're being disingenuous with your initial outreach. Um, and again, I, I want to reiterate that with the emails that I, I received, it was just a couple um, on the, the you know, 300 word emails with like 12 questions. 
Um, I love the emails and I, I, I love um, corresponding back and forth. Uh, one best ever listener, um, after I was talking about the juice cleanse, uh, they gave me a couple really good videos to watch and um, he had lost a lot of weight as a result of doing uh, the juice cleanse and just eating a lot better afterwards. And I'm incredibly grateful for for uh, him him sharing that with me. And actually two or three people reached out to me on that so I love it and looking forward to continuing to um, you know, get to know every one of you as well as we can. Uh, if miscellaneous things, I got two miscellaneous things today. One, started a YouTube channel for the podcast. I'm doing a weekly YouTube video. You can find it by, well, if you subscribe to my newsletter on my website, joefairless.com. Then you'll go ahead and uh, be you'll get that weekly newsletter. I have a, uh, a an email that goes out usually on Sunday that kind of s- s- gives a, a a quick recap of things that I learned from this week's episodes. I think you'll really enjoy that. I've gotten a, a lot of good feedback from it so far. Um, and then the second thing is that. This time next month, plus or minus uh, five, six days, we'll be at one million uh, listens, downloads for this podcast. And it's something that I'm um, thankful for you being a loyal best ever listener. And um, I just love, just love being able to uh, provide this uh, format and and uh, I I personally learn from this show uh, every day whenever I'm doing these interviews and um, I'm I'm really grateful that you're uh, a loyal listener and if there's any uh, you know any suggestions that you have on the show format or uh, just more guests that or, or any guest recommendations that you have you can email me info at joefairless.com um, and then lastly. On that note, I'd like to get to 200 reviews, five-star reviews in iTunes by February 1st. As of right now, I'm at 195. If you have three minutes, if you can just do a quick review in iTunes, that would mean a lot. That helps, you know, pump it up in the mysterious iTunes algorithm and uh, more people will be able to join in our community and the bigger the community is the 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 more quality content we're we're going to get out of it thank you so much for sharing this time with me on on your uh, friday hope you have a best ever weekend and i will talk to you tomorrow Did you achieve all your real estate goals in 2015? Well, if you did, congratulations. Fist bump to you. If you didn't, then go to coachwithtrevor.com. Trevor McGregor is my business coach, my real estate coach. He's also been a guest on the show, episode 320. He is offering a free coaching session for the best ever listeners. Just go to coachwithtrevor.com and it'll help you to achieve your real estate goals in 2016.